everybody. Welcome back to a bonus episode of the Bucketheads podcast, Land Grant Holy Land's college basketball podcast. My name is Connor Lamans. I'm coming at you solo for right now just because I just got home from Ohio State's thrilling 71-66 victory over the number one undefeated Duke Blue Devils in front of a sold-out crowd at the Schottenstein Center. Uh, about 20,000 people in attendance. The Buckeyes trailed by 13 at half and then stormed back in the last five or six minutes to take the lead in the final minute and then pad that lead, make it three points on EJ Liddell's turnaround jumper. And that was all she wrote. The students stormed the court. It was it was quite a scene. And there were uh, a few areas of the game that Ohio State really struggled and they really struggled at the free throw line. They really struggled with turnovers. The Buckeyes did not play their best game tonight and they still were able to knock off the number one team in the country. After the game, we talked to Coach K, Wendell Moore Jr., who led Duke in scoring, Coach Holtman, and Zed Key and Cedric Russell, who really had his coming out party today. He scored um, 12 points in 15 minutes. He was three of four from the floor, three of three from three, hit three huge free throws in the closing minutes. Duke may have under-scouted Cedric Russell a little bit, which, if we're being honest, is understandable. Of all the guys in this team that you're going to circle as a target, he's probably not going to be one of the first ones. They were asked about that in the press in the uh, press conference. You'll have to listen for yourself to find out what uh, Wendell Moore said about Cedric Russell and how much they scouted him. If you enjoy this kind of thing, subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use. We put out regular podcasts every Thursday. And then for all the home games when we're able to be there, we try to get the press conferences as well. So without further ado, it's about 1.30 in the morning. I need to get going. I need to get to bed. Here is the press conference with both coaches, Zed Key, Wendell Moore, and Cedric Russell. Congratulations to Ohio State. Chris's team uh, played really hard. They played really good defense, and um, I thought they wore us out. I thought we were worn out at the end, and uh, uh, and they part of it obviously is what they're doing against us, and uh, and uh, the kid Russell really hit some big buckets for for them coming off the bench. But they're well coached. They're well balanced, and you know we fouled so much. It's the worst that we fouled. We've been really good at not turning it over and uh, uh, not fouling. And tonight, I mean, we had 23 fouls, and uh, I think part of that shows it, it being tired, uh, just not playing with the, the same foot speed that we normally have. But. Uh, uh, congratulations to them, Liddell. At the end, it, you know he was he had a, hit some big buckets, and they're good. You know they're a really good team and great crowd, and uh, uh, it's a good learning experience for our kids. Yeah. So, any questions that you all might have? Questions first for Wendell. Yeah. Wendell, those last. Uh, few minutes when they went on the 12 0 run. Offensively, was it, you know, was it getting tired? Was it getting worn out, like Coach said? Was it something they were doing defensively? What did you see those last few minutes? 
Uh, I mean, really, made it. I mean, really, I think it came down to they just made more plays than we did in the, the game. Uh, they got the stops they needed. They hit big shots. Uh, we, we came down. We got the looks we wanted. Our shots just didn't fall. I mean, sometimes it happens like that. I'm um, getting a very good team. I mean, they fought the whole game. Uh, I mean, uh, both teams play hard. Uh, but in the day, they came out. I have one more shot. Wendell, how did the foul trouble affect you guys defensively in particular? I think the foul trouble kind of played into what they wanted to do. Um, I feel like they didn't really want to get up and down in the beginning, but once we started fouling, it kind of allowed them to get their breath, uh, come down and run their offensive sets, um, and they executed at the end. Uh, so we keep them off the line, um, just gave them easy points when the clock wasn't running. Uh, so we do a better job keeping them off the line. That allows us to play our defense, um, get on transition like we like to do. What concerned you most about Ohio State as you prepared for that? Uh, just how many wild card guys they have. I mean, they have a guy every night that you uh, you don't expect him to uh, maybe score a lot of points, but he does that night. And, I mean, really for them, I think it could be any guys, not just EJ Liddell. Uh, tonight for them was Zeb Key. Uh, he was huge for them in the paint. Uh, he scored probably 80% of the time he got the ball in and that was a huge thing for them. Uh, but I think the main thing is they have a lot of depth. They have a lot of guys. Um, they have a lot of guys that we had to uh, look at on the scout for. They have good shooters that the base can pass out to. Uh, overall, this is a really good team. Um, we scouted them well. Um, I don't think it had anything to do with the scout. Uh, I mean, again, they made one more bucket in the game. Uh, back in the middle of the room, Steve, can you pass that back? On that last possession, can you just talk about what you guys were what kind of look you guys are trying to get and what were the options there? Uh, yeah, really in the game was just whatever the best look was. Uh, whoever felt like they had to open look first. I mean, Paolo got a good shot in the wing. Uh, and we had a chance to rebound it. They came down with it. Um, I mean, so again, sometimes the ball falls like that. Back to the front. Coach mentioned this is going to be a learning experience for you guys, obviously. I know it just happened, but as one of the leaders on this team, what was sort of your message in the locker room and, and sort of what is the message going forward from here? Um, I think the main message is we got to learn from it. Uh, we got a two-week break here, um, so we need to get refreshed, uh, get guys back healthy, um, just hit the ground running again. I mean, things like this happen sometimes uh, in, uh, early in the season. So again, we got to take it as a learning experience. Um, we can't be down about it. At the end of the world, just one game. Uh, we got many more games to go. Uh, so just keep building, just keep learning from it. Anything else from Wendell? One more here. Wendell, you <coughs> mentioned guys being wild cards. Cedric Russell hit some big shots. I'm curious how much you guys knew about him. He hadn't played a ton for Ohio State yet this year. Yeah. Like I said, we didn't know much about him. We knew he could shoot the ball really well. Uh, we knew he's a really good guard. But again, he came out and hit some big shots. I mean, like I said before, I mean, you never know who it's going to be with him. All right, Wendell, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, Coach. Just in terms of the fouling, you guys were called 23 times. Can you just speak to the physicality of this game and, and sort of how different this is from some of the contests you guys have previously? Yeah, I didn't think in the first half we were real smart uh, on fouls. And, you know, uh, it, there are calls, you know, where it's at a block or charge and, you know, 
that type of thing. But overall, uh, you know, we reached you know, out where it's a foul, and then uh, uh, and that accumulates. And then if a guy has foul trouble and you're a little bit tired too, it uh, it has an impact on you. I mean, it's part of a learning experience of being a good player. You know, being able to play with foul trouble, and uh, uh, but uh, is very uncharacteristic of our team. You know, it's the these seven games that way. My team's played great basketball, and we played a really we played a good first half, and at the start of the second half, we we did not get stops. We were still scoring, and then I I I think they. Uh, we were not getting the stops. We we weren't able to lengthen the lead uh, a couple times, and uh, and that they just stayed right in there. So you did, you know, you it's going back and forth. Then all of a sudden, their freshness and whatever uh, took over. Coach, the final five minutes. That, you know, um, yeah, didn't score a field goal the last five minutes. Yeah, well, we only scored 23 in the in the second. Right, right. So, was that um, again without trouble having nothing? No, I think you know, we didn't finish. You know, and I think when you know guys took it to the basket hard, you know they. Uh, it's not like they took a bunch of bad shots. Uh, like Wendell said, you you know you still have to make shots, and. Uh, and when it, if you make one of those, it gives you some oomph, you know, and uh, it just wore on us. And and again, they play good defense too, so just a, a combination of of that. But uh, yeah, I I trust my guys. I trust them to make plays, and we weren't able uh, we weren't able to make shots tonight uh, during that time. And, uh, and again, their defense had a lot to do with it. Yeah, we still have to make some shots. I'm not blaming my team uh, at all. I mean, I, I'm proud of my team. Mike, you mentioned learning experience. You have an emotional win the other night, then you have to go on the road in a tough place. But what do you want them to learn? Well, just what it takes. You know, we put together a very ambitious schedule. You start out with Kentucky and you have Gonzaga and you have Ohio State and you have five pretty good teams in between in a 22-day period. And uh, that's a lot. You know, we have, uh, we have a young team. They're, they're, you know, they're, those guys are real good, but they're young. And they have not gone through anything like this. So it's a period of time. I call it like an energy cycle. And uh, the, the season has different energy cycles. We knew that we were at the end of this one. And uh, we tried on Sunday and Monday to get our team refreshed. I thought today we, we were pretty good. And then they play hard, so they wear you out. They're good. You know, it's not just that. We, you know, they, they make you do those things. So it's a combination. I mean, if they don't show up and play as hard as they do, we, you know, then those last five minutes would have looked different. When you're preparing for EJ Liddell, you know he's going to get a lot of the looks and a lot of the attention. But when Zed Key does what he does tonight, how much did that change balance? No, we we were prepared for Key also. I mean, we you know we knew that he back to the basket, 
multiple dribbles and uh, that they go to him and uh, uh, but he you know he did a good job against us we, we should have defended him we should have defended him better and but again when you in a game you know, the other guy's trying to do well you know and he he did well he did better than we did but it wasn't because we didn't know that he could do well <laughs> it's, you know. He, he, he had a heck of, he had really a good game. Very methodical and powerful. Time for a couple more. Mike, you talk about energy cycles. How much of that is mental? I mean, these 18 year old kids coming off a big win, how do you? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think we, we certainly did not overlook Ohio State. You know, like that's the mental part. If you live in the past, you know, so uh, mentally, I thought we were right on target for for tonight and with scouting respect and whatever uh, uh, it, it there's an emotional toll that that wears on you too and uh, look in order to win big you got to be able to win multiple big games in a row you know if this was a final or a NCAA you, you went on a Friday you got to win on a Sunday. So we were not able to do that. That's kind of how we will talk about this. You know, and, and in the NCAA, you're going to win a big game on a Thursday or Friday. And then how can you come back? And, uh, but again, mentally in that, I thought we were good. I just didn't think we, we got it turned around enough against a really good team, a team that will probably be in a, a good NCAA team. Last one here. Paolo never looked overly comfortable tonight. Was that something that Ohio State was doing in particular, or is that just part of his maturation process as a, as a young player? Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I, you know, they're, they're, he's going to get the best shot of every team. Uh, I thought we were um, playing a little bit too finesse to begin with, and then he started playing powerful. I mean, he's a really good player, and um, but, you know, like he. <laughs> We we trust him. We like him. He'll. We're not going to bench him. That uh, 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 it's learning for him too. That every and you're coming against older guys. You know, older, good, really well coached teams. That you know, this is his eighth college game. So uh, there's always a lot a lot to learn. Yeah. All right, coach. Thank All right, you. Thank you. TV show said is that. Do it right As you were down seven with about four minutes to go, you close on a 12 0 run or something like that. What did it take to answer on the night when you weren't going to take care of the ball early, you weren't making free throws, you're playing the number one team? What did it take to close this one out the way that you did? Um, we just had to get stops on defense. Um, you know, they were getting a lot of transition points. So, you know, we just have to tighten up our defense and get stops. And, you know, we did that and we got the W. Um, so, yeah, we pulled it out. Uh, and really just, you know, taking it one position at a time. You know, not really thinking about, you know, the, you know what's up on the scoreboard, but really just coming down, 
uh, getting one stop and you know on the opposite end scoring the ball. So just really taking it one time and winning every possession. Zed, for you, this is obviously a career night to this point for you. Uh, what did you like about the matchup that you had, and how did you feel yourself imposing yourself on this game? Um, you know, coaches said that he's a really elite shot blocker, um, Mark Williams, and I've played him uh, before. So you know, on, I think it was like in camp. So you know, I was just coming in, you know. Get to my spot, and my um, <coughs> teammates found me, and you know, they got me in the right spots, and I was able to capitalize. Cedric, obviously your role has been kind of up and down throughout mm -hmm. the year. Just if you have a moment like that, basically, but it's a significant role while you guys want mm -hmm. um, Really, man, just uh, it felt good, but you know, just staying down and being ready, you know, being ready for when my numbers call, and uh, when that time has arrived, just you know, showcase what I can do. So just staying positive, staying in the uh, you know, you know, the right mind space, and just like I say, staying ready. You know, it felt good. You know, tonight, especially you know, to you know, send those guys out being number one, and you know, that just you know, Coach Case last year, but uh, really just you know, staying in the right head space, and you know, my teammates, you know, staying, you know, you know, patting me on the back and keeping me, you know, that positivity around me, and like I say, just really staying ready. It felt good though. For either one of you, I mean, what does a win like this do for you guys? It's just confidence level. I mean, it's the number one team in the country, prime time game. You guys have been kind of struggling. So, what does this do for you guys? Um, you know, that, it obviously boosts it. But, um, you know, uh, we like to win. You know, W is a W. But, you know, we just got to move on to the next game. You know, we just can't keep our heads in this game. You know, right. win over Duke. You know, we have a good Penn State team on Sunday. So, you know, we just can't live in the past. Like, you know, we're going to celebrate the win the most depth. But, um, you know, we just got to look in the future and get ready for Penn State. Cedric, could you, first of all, slide that mic a little closer to you for us, please? Thank you. Mm -hmm. And second of all, your first game against Akron was probably not what you wanted, mm -hmm. defensively at least. And I wonder how you stayed mentally sharp. Minutes weren't probably what you expected. And then mm -hmm. in this game, wow, you get minutes and it's your night. Yeah. Um, really, man, just stay in the course. You know, I, you know, I didn't. I know, you know, God didn't bring me here, you know, to let me down. He got, he got, he got in my whole, you know, my path of my 22 years of living. So just really, you know, having that faith, you know, um, uh, coming to the gym, doing this, you know, the same workouts every day, staying down, keeping my head down, and uh, you know, continuing to work. And like I said, just had that faith. You know, I didn't, you know, and it, it was a bunch of emotions, but I didn't give up on myself because at the end of the day, I'm not a quitter, and that's not what I came up here for. So just really uh, trusting my work, you know, trusting in Him, and. Like I say, what God has for you, can't know what, you know, stop. So just really keeping that faith and like, continue to work. Zed, uh, you're operating against a really good shot blocker with Mark Williams, giving up three, four inches to him. They kept taking it at him. Just uh, what, uh, what's your thought about where you're taking your game right now? Is this bringing you to another level, I think, playing against a, a top player like that and having the, the kind of game that you had, I think, you even had a sixth sense. They sent a double team at you one time, and you turned away from yeah. it. Somehow, made the, the hook in, in spite of that. Just I don't. Know, it just seems like you're really starting to get into a groove there. Yeah, you know, um, as I said, I've played Mark uh, Mark Williams before, so I know he likes to block shots. So you know, just gotta get into his body and you know go over him. Even though the one I did didn't do that, he punched it back <laughs> to me. So you know, I learned from that, and um, you know, just gotta go over him. You know, he was trying to block everything. And he doesn't really jump. He stays on the shot fake. So, you know, it's got to use, use my body and uh, physicality. And the coaches said, you know, you just got to be physical. And, you know, you're going to get what you want. Said, uh, you had a three with about two and a half minutes to go. EJ got it into the lane, pitched it out there to you in the corner. And I think 
you kind of hesitated for a second, even mm. double clutched on it, and then sent it up, and it went in, mm. and that got the lead down to two. And I think everybody in the arena at that moment had the sense this was now possible. And just <laughs> what was your thought receiving that pass? Why you didn't shoot it? Why you did shoot it? Mm -hmm. And what you thought when it went in? Well, initially off the pass, uh, when I caught it, like I didn't gather it all the way, and my pinky was off of it, like it was kind of behind the ball. So that's why I kind of like I hesitated, and then once I gathered it, and he gave me like enough space, you know, to to get the shot off and get a clean look. And so that's just what I did. But um, you know, just really like I, w I was ready for it, you know. And I told EJ coming out of the huddle, you know, because you know those guys when on his drive they like to you know dig and double, so. I was like, you know, if they dig, if they dig, I'm there for you. And, you know, I made the shot. But uh, that was what it is, man. It kind of, like, slipped. So that's why I didn't shoot it initially. Cedric, <laughs> how big of an adjustment has this been since you arrived at Ohio State until kind of getting where you were tonight? Mm -hmm. what, what kind of adjustment process has it been? Um, it was just, you know, just a, a transition, you know, of, you know, a new culture and, a, um, you know, just obviously everything is new, you know, and this is my first time staying, you know, living outside of, you know, where I'm from. So just, you know, being able to adapt to that and it didn't, you know, nothing happens overnight. So just, like I say, just really being able to stick it out and do the good times, the bad times, the highs and the lows, just continue to have a, you know, a, lot, a, a level head and, and like I say, continue to come to work every day with the, you know, the mindset to get better. And I feel like once you do that and you do things with a pure heart, everything works itself out. Rosetta, how much more comfortable do you guys feel playing in all these close games to start the season? And how much, uh, how much can that help you guys moving forward? Um, it's going to help us a lot, you know, especially um, uh, playing this early in the season. Um, uh, all these close games uh, against all these good teams. Um, you know, it's gonna help us in the long run. So, you know, once we start getting the Big Ten and stuff, you know, all these teams are good. And it's not gonna be like a cakewalk on none of these teams. Like, Big Ten, the Big Ten is really good this year. So, playing all these tough games early, you know, getting us ready and and paving the road for us uh, for the Big Ten. This is a team that doesn't have or coming in didn't have a lot of experience playing together. And I'm curious about what, say, the Akron win, this win, the Seton Hall win. What does that do to United team? How do you guys grow closer from these kind of moments that you guys share together? Um, you know, everyone's happy for each other. Um, you know, uh, we were in the locker room and coach made a statement that said, when I was getting interviewed, Joey was right there, um, jumping up and down, and that was happy for me. Um, so, you know, that just told, shows us like the chemistry, like you know, we're all here for each other and, and we we love each other like brothers. So, you know, it just shows us how close we are and, you know, winning and, you know, it brings, brings us together. And, you know, we do, we do, we do everything as a team. You guys just beat the number one team in the country. <laughs> what went through your mind as you took out Duke and all that happens there at the end of the game? Um, really, man, just, uh, you know, being able that, you know, we was happy that we was able to come in and execute the game plan. And, you know, coming into this game, we watched a lot of film and coach said, you know, that they have a lot of holes in it, like in their game that we can attack. And uh, I feel like, you know, especially in those last like six, six to seven uh, minutes, we really did that. So just being able to stick to the game plan and execute the game plan is, I feel, I feel like that's the, you know, the biggest feeling. And then also, you know, I think in the last what, five minutes, they made one point. So it was just like, we really, you know, dug in on the defensive side of things and, you know, locked in into, you know, what, what those guys was going to and it just felt good to come out on top, especially at home. Um, I think it was like the last couple of seconds, you know, Cedric was at the free throw line. EJ hit the shot and we were up three. 
And I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I think we, did we get a stop? You know, you got fouled. Yeah. And then, you know, I forgot we were even playing the game anymore, really. Um, I was just so excited. You know, he hit the two free throws and we up five. And, you know, it wasn't good, but I was already celebrating. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm just excited. You know, the team win. You know, um, the team pulled it out. So, you know, I'm just going to get ready for the next one. Hey, Cedric, uh, I watched you warm up. It was like 6 o'clock uh, as you made your, you know, moves. I don't know how many shots you put up, but you didn't miss many. Mm -hmm. When you left the court, did you feel like, hey, I'm feeling? Yeah. I mean, was there some? Yes, sir, for sure. And, uh, I mean, that's, you know, like, that's, uh, you know, that wasn't just today. That was uh, everything, you know, every game they thing, you know. So just really, like I say, trying to stay consistent in my approach and, uh, you know, you know, my, um, you know, my, my focus and stuff. And like I say, that's something I do on the, you know, every game day. And so just really, like I say, it helps me get ready and like when my, when my time is started, go out there and, you know, play, play my ability. So um, that's, like I said, that's something that, you know, I've, I've been, you know, kind of routine into my game day routine. And so I was just, you know, I'm glad, you know, that it was able to pay off tonight. You were ready. <clears throat> yes, sir. Thank you. Bill on the one more. Said, um, Late, you had two pretty good closeouts, I thought, on, on 13 there to force out a contest and force, excuse me, two empty possession. Played 30 minutes, showed really good burst there to, to get out to, to defend that. Like, how much do you think you've grown there, so I guess, having the, the stamina that late in the game where you played that much to make those kind of plays? Um, you know, uh, I had to help on one of those drives on Justin, and you know, he was driving down on, I think it was Moore, I was driving down the lane. And in the back of my mind, I was like, I just left the shooter wide open in the corner. <laughs> and, you know, I just had to sprint out there. And, um, and the coaches was like, look, he's going to shot fake. And he shot fake. And I didn't bite. And I just got to move your feet. I think it was, I think it's, I lost a lot of weight. Uh, I was at 265. And if I was at 265, he would have been right by me. And I'm at, <laughs> he would have been right by me. But, you know, I'm at, you know I lost weight. You know, I, I feel better on the court. Um, you know, doing extra conditioning with the coaches and the trainers, um, strength conditioning. So, you know, I feel, feel better out there. Where do you at now? 252. So, uh, 250, now you know, give or take. Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thanks. It's a little more crowded than I've seen it. Uh, great, uh, listen, great win over an outstanding uh, program and uh, a really, uh, obviously, Hall of Fame legendary coach and terrific team. Um, you know, I thought our guys showed a lot of resiliency. Bottom line, I thought that was kind of the our ability to be resilient, uh, to keep coming, to try to win the next possession uh, was really important. And at the end, our players just made enough plays. But uh, uh, I was really proud of their resiliency. I think Duke's going to have a phenomenal year. I think they're really, really gifted and talented. And listen, you know, just like we played them last time, they were coming back from a trip from Maui. This time they were coming back from Vegas. But town wouldn't take anything away from our guys. I thought they, our ability to stay with it um, was, was really important. And... Uh, Players win games, players win games, and we had a number of guys make plays down the stretch. Like you said, you had a number of guys make plays. EJ's done so much for you, and he hit the, some, some of the big shots late. But Cedric gave you a real burst. Uh, Zed was consistent throughout the game. What did you get from those two guys in particular that helped you weather when things weren't going very well? Well, I think, uh, 
Listen, um, said I think in a lot of ways was was, was said and said were the difference. Um, I think the production we got, we, we need some production on, on the perimeter, but I thought, you know, Cedric had a look in his eyes. Uh, he wanted to stay aggressive. I thought Malachi gave us a good burst there early. Uh, I thought Ced's ability to step up and that uh, dagger uh, three that he hit there in the corner, I think either put us up one or get us, I, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't quite a dagger, but it was a really important play for us. Um, uh, and then EJ finishing the game the way he did, um, we tried to get him to his spots. I told him at halftime, man, hey, listen, nobody out here is better than you. And uh, be, be that guy in the second half. And uh, I thought his ability to not turn it over, six assists, four turnovers after having four in the first half. Listen, he's got to get better at that. He will. But uh, that dude's an absolute warrior. He is an absolute warrior. When you talk about resiliency, you've been in close games. You've been in some of these moments. Uh, when you're down seven in the final four minutes to the number one team, did you see similar things in when you're talking to your guys and when you're, when you're drawing things up as you have in some of these early, other early season close situations? Yeah, you know, obviously we've had some really dramatic games here, uh, and I don't think that's ending anytime soon. So if you think that, hey, the close games are over, uh, we got another really, really tough challenge on Sunday night. That uh, uh, That's the challenge in front of us right now. That's going to go down. Um, to the wire, and we, we need to be able to win the next possession. And we, listen, there is a tough-mindedness that teams, um, uh, if they don't have it, uh, they better get it. Uh, they better uh, grow it and build it. If you're not tough-minded, um, you can't do these things. And uh, I think we, we preach that with our guys. Um, stay in the moment. I didn't want them to think about being down 13, being down 15, being down seven in the last four minutes. Just win the possession right in front of us. Easier said than done, but that was important. Coach, in the grind of the season, it can be easy to forget how fun it is for these guys when they beat a team like this at home. What's it like for you to be in this moment, but also to see how much they enjoy it with the crowd storming the court? Yeah, our students, our crowd was phenomenal. Can I just make sure everybody prints that? Our crowd was phenomenal, okay? <laughs> All right, phenomenal. I, I know sometimes... Uh, it, it, right, it's the number one team in the country, so there's 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 an expectation. It's a legendary coach. It's a lottery pick. All those things come with it. But we needed all of you tonight, and we we need you back. And the next time we play, uh, thousand at home. I hope this this creates even more interest. Our students were phenomenal. Uh, it's a great win uh, in the sense that you feel really good for your players. To, to enjoy that. What's it like for you to see that reaction from them, you know, their 18, 19-year-old kids, just to see them with other students, because they are students, and yeah. go through that with them today? You know, my first thing was I wanted I wanted to Duke to, to get off. I wanted to make sure they were safe. Um, but listen, I listen. I hope the students enjoy it well into the morning. <laughs> safely, <laughs> safely, uh, but well into the morning, all right? Um, I think that um, it was great to see our players. You know, if you were in Florida with us, you saw how disappointed we were after that. Uh, we played really well. Uh, we played really well in stretches in both games, but, um, you know, gave up a lead there against Florida. And it was hey, the difference. Yeah, yeah. We got a number of folks that want questions. Let's try to limit it to one. We'll try to get out of here before the sun up. Chris, Sid kind of comes out of nowhere, at least yeah. in our. How satisfying is it as a coach to see a guy do that? And does it surprise you at all when that happens, when a guy gets in his zone? I mean, he just kind of took over. Well, he did have a look in his eye. 
And the, the bottom line is, and we try to tell this, as players, if you're not playing, if things aren't going well, if you get into your feelings, you're only hurting yourself. You're only stunting your own growth and your own development. Um, if you live in your feelings, I'm not playing as much, I'm not doing this, I didn't, coach didn't play me here, I'm missing shots. If you live in your feelings, you're only hurting yourself. And I thought he um, has shown in the last uh, week and a half to two weeks the ability to just um, kind of come to work every day. And he's a really, you know, he, he had a look in his eye, an aggressive look, which I loved. Coach, was there a, maybe a moment down the stretch of the game in the last few minutes where you saw something that went right today that didn't go right in either the Xavier loss or the Florida loss where you felt like, hey, critical moment, good spot of growth here for our group? You know, I thought we've, we've executed pretty well late in games, um, but I thought our execution on both ends tonight, uh, defensively and offensively, was as good as it's, it's been all year. Um, I would just point to that on both ends, if that makes sense. You had a chance to score 11 points at the free throw line in the yeah. last six minutes of the first half. I knew you were, were going to bring that up. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I lived up. I looked over, game. actually. I'm sitting across, you know, the front, the, 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 you know, God bless her, in the front row. Late in the second half right now, after we miss whatever free throw, we, out whatever free throw, and I just saw her as the ball clanged off go. And I thought, yeah, I agree. You know, it was frustrating. It was frustrating, but uh, the guys relaxed, and, and Zed made a couple big ones there late. But, but what I was getting at was your talk earlier about being tough-minded. You had that period, and then you had a four-possession stretch in the second half where they weren't scoring, and you went empty four in a row. Yeah. And EJ never got a shot yeah. in that stretch. How do you stay tough-minded when you were really not that and two what could have been consequential points of the game? Yeah, I thought we just we didn't play with great poise offensively in that stretch. That that was that was my frustration with that. I just didn't think we played with great poise offensively in 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 that sequence of four shots where we held them scoreless, and that's where we have to get a little bit better. Uh, we just didn't play with good good poise or purpose on the offensive end. We, we did really well late, but we didn't then. Chris, I know you're big on players win games. You said that already. Um, but you've now beaten a number one team here twice, going back to, to Michigan State. Um, what What is it that you and your staff are able to do in these big games like this to, to get these wins and, and you know kind of take credit for for yourself and the staff? You know, I, um, you know, I appreciate you saying that. I just think you're. Um, You know, you want your group to be really aggressive. Uh, I think there's a there's an aggressiveness that's required uh, uh, in games like this, and uh, uh, the ability to be resilient and not flinch. You know, I remember the same thing when we were at Butler and we played Villanova. It was a, in some ways, a game like this where it was it was kind of back and forth. This one was different because in in the games that we played like that, I didn't feel like we ever really had a hold of this until the final buzzer. Um, uh, but um, I think that's just we, there's an aggressiveness required and a resiliency when you're playing teams like this. Coach, you shot 22% in the second half. I'm just wondering what you thought you were able to do to make them so uncomfortable on offense. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Jake uh, Diebler's done a good job with kind of uh, scheming. And uh, bottom line is, we just we had to we had to guard the ball better. 
You know, we had some self-inflicted mistakes in the first half. Fouls, turnovers, uh, easy transition points for them, loose balls that we couldn't grab that they got. Um, but give them credit. They are phenomenal. Coach K puts them in great position. Uh, they attack you. But I just thought we, they played against a set defense more in the second half. Chris, uh, of all the things that Zed did well tonight, I, I thought he had two kind of really key closeouts there. Yeah, he did. Possessions. Um, you know, he, he played almost 30 minutes, I guess, to still have the, the energy there and the awareness to make those plays. Is that sort of indicative of the, the growth you wanted to see from him this year? Yeah, he's getting better. He's getting better. And all those people that are clamoring for us to have a center, please, please. He's a young kid who is growing. He is a center. He's 6'8". He's, he's a little bit shorter than Terrence Dials, but he has 7'1 wingspan. He could score in the low post. He's got to get more fit, but um, he's a, he can be a load down there. He's got to get better. He's got to pass out of uh, certain situations better. But um, I thought playing 30 minutes speaks to his fitness level. He's in the best shape. His body composition's the best it's been. Chris, I'm, I'm just maybe too big of a question. But this is your first game against Coach K, right? Yes. Um, just given how the last six months have gone here, um, some of the guys that you're going to rely on later in the season are really young. Yeah. Um, it's Coach K. It's number one team in the country, all that stuff. For yeah. you as a coach with this program, what does this kind of do for a program who's you know, trying to really take that next step and getting that confidence in some of these young guys? You know, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to think about it. You're, you're talking kind of really, which I, I understand and appreciate the question, and kind of a 30-foot view, 30,000-foot view of, of what this game means. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's Wednesday, so I'm just trying to get ready for Penn State. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get ready for Penn State. I'm going to go recruiting tomorrow, and I'm going to, do clean up and I'm going to watch Penn State. I do think it was important for us to, uh, to your point, to um, to beat a team of this caliber. I thought it was important when we did, you know, did, did that against Seton Hall. But the energy around this game, it's hard to minimize how important that is for your school, for your students, and uh, and certainly it, it validates some of the things we've been preaching to our guys about uh, being resilient and tough-minded. Nice Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Chris, Cedric mentioned that there were a couple of things coming into tonight about Duke schematically, player-wise, that you thought you might be able to attack. What were some of those, and what were the things that you were most successful at attacking? Yeah, you know what? I, it, we didn't know we were going to get as much single coverage in, in the low post, so we, we changed a little bit. Um, I thought we were a little too tentative in the first half offensively, um, to be honest with you, and that, that's my fault. Um, but uh, I thought we could... Um, we could run our offense. Um, we could we could get some good looks. Their length and disruption is is really impressive. Um, but once the game went on, we felt like we could get uh, the ball in the low post. They were really giving EJ a lot of attention, uh, and I felt like that to created some opportunities for Zed. Chris, this is, this is a group that hasn't played. I mean games together uh, this year and came in without a lot of experience playing together. Do these moments, whether it was tonight, Akron, uh, Seton Hall, do these moments kind of unite a team? Do they make a team grow faster? Uh, I, I don't know what your perspective is. Yeah, that. I'm sure. I think tough losses do that with the right group. I think tough losses galvanize your group. You know, you got you to find a team you can lose with first. We've always said that. Um, I think tough losses 
uh, show, prove, and, and gal can galvanize your group. But certainly a moment like this uh, can, can uh, bring a, a group closer together. Um, it can reinforce some of the things we've talked about, especially when you have a, a lead like they had. Chris, to follow up on Zed, I mean, he's a guy that when he's making plays, he seems like he brings a lot of energy to his teammates, a lot of energy to the crowd. I mean, how big is that when you, know, you have a guy that really seems to just naturally bring a lot of energy to people? Uh, I love his energy. I love his energy. I, I, I wish he'd run harder and transition when he's raising the roof. Um, <laughs> you know, that's my biggest frustration with that because you can get beat down the floor as he's raising the roof. I think you run faster when your hands are down, but, um, but I love his energy. I love his energy. Uh, you said a lot in the last couple of weeks and in the preseason that Cedric was something you were you know, working right along and get caught up in your habits and you know, just working through that. Um, what have you seen from him in the last couple of weeks that merited 16 minutes against the number one team in the country? He's slowly gotten a little bit better at understanding how we want to do things offensively. He's been aggressive, and again, he had a look in his eye, but I just think there's a trust level that I have to have with him, that we have to have with him. And uh, while he didn't play a ton in, in, down in Florida, uh, the minutes that he played were pretty productive. So we went into this game saying, let's give him a, a look, and uh, um, I thought he, he answered the bell. Let's go two more. Counter on the left and Mike over here on the right. Coach, uh, Turnovers, quite a few in the first half. Yeah. Cleaned it up quite a bit in the second half. Was that a point of emphasis at halftime, or yeah. were you trying to get the ball in specific guys' hands in the second half to maybe limit those? No, I just thought we had some careless ones. They, they contributed to some of our turnovers, but I just thought we had some really careless ones that uh, we, we've, got to, we've got to do a better job of. You know, against Penn State on Sunday, we've got to do a better job taking care of the ball. Um, and uh, uh, I thought we did a better job. I thought EJ, again, he had four at half, and I don't think he had one in the second half. Uh, he's, you know, he's making decisions out on the perimeter a little bit more this year, so he's got to be able to read those situations uh, in ways a little bit better, uh, and he did that in the second half. Chris, like you mentioned, you hit the free throws when you had to. But when they're out there and they're working hard and they're clanking away one after another, how do you usually handle it? Do you talk to them about it? Do you not mention it and you don't want to think about it? How What's the, what's the process you go through when something like that? Well, I used to yell at our players for missing free throws, and that doesn't work either. <laughs> um, I think you just have to, you have to give, them, give them confidence. They have a good stroke. Uh, we have guys on the line that have a good stroke. Some of them have to work like better uh, and harder on their free throw shooting. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's ultimately as a coach, honestly, you feel like it's on you. Maybe you haven't done enough. To, uh, to to work on that, but but more than anything, I just I wanted them to relax. So we really don't address it. We don't we don't say, God, we got to make our free throws. We really, you know, it's almost like a pitcher no hitter. You know, you just don't address it, at least until after the game. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.